Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 130. 130 of Curry in the Pot. That sounds really, really good to say. Wow, that feels good to say, man. But yeah, I want to welcome everybody to episode number 130 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here with another episode. This is another quarantine-style episode, man. Um, obviously, you know, we're still we're still on lockdown. Um, but before I get into tonight's episode, man, of course, I want to shout out to all the essential workers. Um, you know, everybody that's doing their thing. You know, all the grocery store people, all the doctors, nurses. Um, and of course, shout out to the people that's still handling and delivering mail. Shout out to those people. Um, shout out to the people that's working at restaurants, working with food. Um, all of those people, um, everything you're doing, it does not go unnoticed. Um, but yeah, man, we're here with another quarantine style mailbag episode. The last time I talked to you guys was on Cinco de Mayo. So Cinco de Mayo. So nine days ago. Uh, and that was a lot of fun, man. I had a few people come on the live. I had B. Jones, my co-producer. I had Miss Tykera Carter. She came on. Xavier Wary. Um, my guy Z came on, man. So it was a lot of fun, man. Um, I'm definitely going to encourage the activity, the same type of activity tonight. Um, so feel free, man. If you guys want to talk sports with me, just talk about anything. Talk about life, man. Um, yeah, you know, just tap in with me, man. Just go ahead and send that request, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to tonight's dialogue. It should be fun. Uh, sorry, I am a little late um, this week. I usually come in on Mondays and Tuesdays at the very latest. But, uh, you know, I had some things going on throughout the week. Um, but I'm here, man, to deliver you guys another episode. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. We got The Last Dance. Episode 7 and 8 were on Sunday. Um, we have NFL Schedule just came out. We have this ESPN's uh, Top 74 list or something like that. Um, something else, something else is on my mind. Uh, me and my guy B. Jones got a topic to touch on, bro. So B. Jones, whenever you ready, bro, you can go ahead and send the request, man. Again, shout out to everybody that's here, man. I really, really appreciate all the constant love and support, man. I really do appreciate it, man. But go ahead and drop your questions. I think I got one question from Chris Breedlove. That's my guy, man. What's going on, bro? He asked me about um, the last dance. My guy Zeke also asked me about um, Curry and KD. Um, people saying that Curry is better than KD all the time. I want to talk about that, too. Um, I think I got a request. B. Jones sent me a request. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. But we got got a bunch of stuff to talk about, man. B. Jones was good, bro. Yeah. How you feeling, man? I'm good. Yes, sir. Um, we got uh we got some stuff to talk about, man. Um, you know, I'll probably have you on here for a minute because I haven't seen anybody else that wants to tap in with me. But um, uh, the first question I got asked was um take on the last dance. So uh, let's just talk about that real quick, bro. Let's just talk about the last it. Day? Yeah, the uh, last couple of episodes. What about it? Um, what happened in the last joint? Uh, that was the one where Scotty Pippen he quit. He quit on his team. <laughs> Scotty Pippen quit on his team. I didn't even know. I never heard of that before. Yeah, I didn't even know that was true. Um, what else happened? Uh, was the Bulls Sonics finals was on there? Um. 
Oh yeah, Scott Barrett. They talked about him a lot. Um, we had the uh, Michael Jordan and Steve Kerr thing. Um, their little um, their altercation. I yeah. Feel like, I feel like that kind of stuff. Like they be glossing over it. They be like, oh yeah, he did this, and then it be like a little thirty second discussion. <laughs> you no, know, he is the ex- executive producer of the documentary, so obviously they're not gonna really highlight that kind of stuff. But I feel like to me, it, it, it seems like a little like it's not like a fair documentary. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying? like it's not like. It's not like a neutral perspective. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a, you, you shouldn't expect nothing else. Yeah. Oh, oh would, also, I what? would like to see a doc that kind of like goes into that kind of stuff because that kind of stuff gets like swept under the rug. You don't mm-hmm. really hear about it. Yeah. You know uh, oh, let's talk about um how... Um, oh, also the retirement. The retirement happened on the mm-hmm. episode. He retired, even, stepped away. Even that, even that, it was like, they probably was like five minutes, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was real but, brief. It was real brief. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't really like, I mean, I know they said like his dad died and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but like, I feel like they could have like, I don't know, like that could have been the whole episode in itself. You feel what I'm honestly, saying? honestly. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, um, what else? What else, man? He was, I didn't even know, like, I knew he struggled in the minor leagues, but I didn't know he had, like, a hitting streak, though. I thought he was just, like, bad the whole yeah. time, and I didn't know he was, like, legitimately putting in the work. Like, they said he would arrive early and stay late and all that. I didn't know, I didn't know he was really putting in the work like that. Right. Um, they, what they also talk about Space Jam. Um, wait, what was we talking about the other night? You were saying, um, how... How uh, they said that people weren't buddy buddy back then? Oh yeah, like you know how like when people talk about like the nineties, it was like yeah, everybody hated each other. Like they were, <laughs> like everybody like now it's all soft, whatever. But like we seen like multiple examples in here, like like the Dream Team, like they was cool, like you know what I'm saying. Besides Isaiah, the whole Isaiah Thomas thing wasn't really no bad blood. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, on the Space Jam set, like they was having runs, like. Like, they have it, like, UCLA and the Drew League and stuff now. Like, everybody was there. He was, like, inviting everybody. Obviously, it's competitive, but, I mean, I don't feel like it's not competitive now. Right, like, it's right. Just, like, it's just, like, it was no social media, so you're not, exactly. really seeing that. you're not really seeing that perspective. So the media is paying that everybody hates each other. But, like, For to sure. me, from what I'm seeing in this doc, like, it seems, like, kind of similar. Mm-hmm. No, I like, totally even, agree with that. Like, even the joint when uh, Michael Jordan was playing golf with Danny Ainge before the, uh, I think that was the, that was the final. It was, it was the playoffs, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I feel like that narrative is, you know, it's kind of fluke to me. Yeah, and he did the same thing with Barkley, too, in the finals. Yeah, yeah they tried to, they always try to spin it like the people weren't buddy-buddy and had their clicks. And... Like people, people definitely had their clicks. Like Michael Jordan was the best player, but like he was cool. He was like real cool with all these guys. And right. I, I, I do kind of hate how they make it seem like nobody was buddy buddy. But, but we're seeing a lot of evidence of that that they, it, it really was like it wasn't that that persona that they like to give off. You know. Um. What else? Um. What else? Actually, actually, let's get into our topic, bro. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. So, all right, I'm going to introduce the topic to the audience, and then we're just going to touch on it. So, audience, um, me and me and my guy B Jones, the co-producer, Curry in the pot, we were talking the other day, 
And mind you, me and B. Jones talk just about every day. And we just be talking about random stuff too. But um, the other day we were talking about how we are living in the golden age of quarterbacks. And, and to a, a, a smaller extent in the NBA, we're in the golden age of point guards too. But I, I, it's not even a smaller extent, but we are living in the golden age of point guards as well. But as far as quarterbacks, uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna talk about the current crop, B. Jones, and then you can more so elaborate and just chime in on, you know, the crop of quarterbacks from, you know, maybe ten years ago. So, you know, you still have your older guys still around. You know, you have your Tom Brady's, you have your Drew Brees. Those guys are in their forties. Um, you know, those guys were playing football when we were in elementary school. They were in the NFL back then. Um, ben Roethlisberger, he's still around. He's up there in age. Um, Philip Rivers, he's still up. He's he's still playing. Like I would say, at least at least by this time, 2020, I thought at least two of them would have retired. You know what I'm saying? Like so, and those Peyton guys are still good. Go. That's crazy. You said what? I said Peyton was the first. And one Peyton to go. Manning was the first one to go. Exactly. So we're looking at so those are like the four older guys. Um, Eli Manning, he just got out of there. Um, but then you have you know. Your young superstars. You have your your Patrick Mahomes. You have your uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, he's not as young as Pat Mahomes, but he's he's still relatively young. We don't view him as like a super OG. I think he's about to turn thirty. I think he is about to turn thirty. But yeah, you got your, you got Russell Wilson. Um, you have Pat Mahomes. You have Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. You have um, why am I drawing a blank? Why am I drawing a blank, bro? Who else? Uh, you said that. You said that. Oh, Dak Prescott. You Carl have Wentz. Carson Wentz. See? Uh, I mean, golf. If you want to throw him in there, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo. You Kirk want to throw them in there, Kirk Cousins. Um, like. I, mean, I feel like we was basically just saying, like, if you look like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, like at the starting quarterbacks around the league, I feel like. The baseline, like the average starting quarterback, like the talent level was much lower. Obviously, it was a different game back then. You know, mm-hmm. offenses were more run based uh, within the past few years. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Past, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. In this past few decades, seen seen it turn into a more like a pass centric game. So your quarterback didn't really have to be an elite. But like, if you look back, you see like things like. 10 years ago, maybe 12 or 13 years ago at this point, but you saw a guy like Kerry Collins starting mm-hmm. for a team. You saw, oh, you Matt see, Ryan. Uh, I didn't even say Matt Ryan. Yeah. like I feel like the quarterback was much more of a game manager back then. All right. And now it's like the baseline to be a quarterback, like even a guy like Mitch Trubisky, like back then he might have been all right, but now – like his talent level is not appropriate to be a starting level quarterback in the NFL. You know For sure. Yeah. All right. So real quick, I pulled up. I pulled up the starting quarterbacks in 2010. And I'm just gonna throw some names at you. Um, Chad right. Chad Henney was starting for the Dolphins. Mark Sanchez was starting for the Jets. Um, I, we also forgot to mention Matthew Stafford, who uh, is a part of this. You know, Golden Age that we were just touching on. Matt Moore was starting for the Panthers. I think that's right before Cam Newton came in. Jason Campbell was starting for the Redskins. Matt Liner for the Cardinals. Kyle Orton for the Broncos. Josh Freeman for the Buccaneers. Mark Bolger for the Rams. 
um, Bruce Gradkowski for the Raiders. Like, like that's a bunch of different. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bunch of different. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and even like a, a dude like Rex Grossman went to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, exactly. Like Dilfer went to the Super Bowl. Like, exactly. So, like, even when I look at this, um, when I when I look at Golden Age, you got your young guns who are like the unproven guys. You know, you got your Dwayne Haskins. You got your Daniel Jones. You got um, who else? Um, uh, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. Um, you got all of these guys, man. And then if you you know compare it to like ten years ago, like you were saying, it's it's crazy, bro. We're really living in the golden age of quarterbacks, bro. We, I, I truly believe that. For sure. I'm um, interested to see how like it looks Kyler Murray. Like Zeke just said Kyler Murray. Yeah. I'm interested to see how it looks like 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. Just like at the rate that the game is evolving. You 10 know, years like, from now, going to be crazy. Like, you know, like it's like football, well, life, but football especially is like, it's cycles, like it's waves, it's trends. So now like the trend is like, you want a mobile quarterback, but I don't know, the running game might come back. Like, mm-hmm. you never know. Like, you never know. Yeah, you know, things evolve, things change over time. Um, just like, you know, the NBA changed. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about, man. Um, not just not just necessarily with you, but in general, I just wanted to talk about um um I wanted to talk about that list in a minute, but I wanted to talk about Michael Jordan. You know, a lot of people consider him the GOAT and stuff like that. Um, but when I look at evolution, Michael Jordan wasn't really guarding no dogs in his era. And you know, that's obviously not his fault, but at his position who was he really going against besides Clyde Drexler and Dominique Wilkins? Like, who really rivaled him? You know what I'm saying? Like, people like Jeff Hornacek were starting that shooting guard back then. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to, like, Joan and nothing, but... At the point I'm at right now, I feel like you can't go back and compare errors. I, I, I agree with that. Like, you gotta, you just gotta, like, judge. Like, that's why I don't really like lists. Because when mm-hmm. you make lists, like... There's so many variables that you're not accounting for. Like, you can't really, you, you can only judge people by their error. So you can exactly. say Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan in his error, he's the GOAT. LeBron in his error, you can say he's, he's, the, he's the GOAT. You can say Kobe's the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bill Russell in his error, well, like, they might be the GOAT. But hey, like, Bill Russell, I want to talk about that. that. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, it's like, what, what, Bill Russell was like number three on the list. Yeah, Bill, I think he was number four. But it's yeah, like Bill it's Russell, like, Bill Russell. It's, it's like, it's like, come on, bro. Yeah, Bill Russell. See, obviously it. he was dominant for his era, but it was only seven other teams in the league, and like the skill is just different now, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the the skill is it's it's, it's just evolution. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything has evolved. Like when Bill Russell was playing, like you could buy. I said this to you yesterday, you could buy a gallon of milk for a quarter, you know what I'm saying? If that, you know what I'm saying? So like when I look at that era, I mean it's it's tough. Like I, I understand why people say, you know, Bill Bill Russell's one of the greats, you know, you got eleven rings, you know. In any era that's 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 you know, magnificent to do. Um, and, he, and he was like uh he was he was like a uh, he was like an icon. Like yeah, he's a pioneer. First, yeah, yeah, he was like yeah. one of the first black uh, players in the NBA. I don't know 
the specific stat but I know like he was like a groundbreaking athlete similar to Jackie Robinson yeah yeah exactly 100% 100% um I think go ahead no I was just gonna say like I don't really be paying attention to lists cause it's like you can't really compare like it was yeah. even another discussion like I thought it was like would you cause it was they was talking about Russell Westbrook and uh Tony Parker did you see that discussion no I didn't see that it was like a slight debate. I think they were saying like, whose career would you rather have or something? And then people was like, well, you put Russ on the Spurs and you put Tony Parker on OKC. It was just like, bro. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's like, tough to compare that, man. It's really tough. You know hey, yo, so, hey, we got another question asked about uh, uh, the Quinn Dunbar and uh, DeAndre Baker thing. I don't really want to dive too much into yeah. that. <laughs> But, like, that's just wild, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're a professional athlete. I don't. I mean, obviously, we don't know the full logistics of the story. We weren't there. But, I mean, we're hearing that him and DeAndre Baker, cornerback from the Giants, were involved in a robbery. And that's just crazy. Like, when, when we were talking about it, I was like, it had to be, like, some beef kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, it's not like he was just going to run up in a civilian's house. And then, like, the details came out. So, I mean... You just gotta see how it plays out for real, cause they saying like they robbed him first, or they cheated him out some money, or whatever. So like, I don't, I don't know how it's gonna play out, to be honest. Nah, one hundred percent, bro. Luckily, nobody. I don't think nobody was hurt. Nobody was injured, or nobody was killed, or anything like that. So yeah, yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So Zeke said. Uh, Zeke Zeke put something in the comments. He was talking about. Um, people, a lot of people have been saying uh, Steph Curry and KD all the time. It kind of goes back to the point of what we were talking about. Um, my comment, my only real comment on that is like, it's like people are probably saying that just because the impact that Steph had on the game. But if you talk to anybody that knows basketball, they'll definitely say KD over Steph. What's, what's the discussion? Like, who's a better player or like? I guess if you're ranking all the time. But what's going on, fam? I got some more people dropping in. Uh, Tori just dropped in. My man Squire came through. Oh, you can't see him? Uh, Zeke, all Zeke really said was, what's up with people saying uh, Steph over um, KD all the time? But I don't, I don't really know the discussion, but, I mean, I, I, like I said, if you know you talk to anybody that knows basketball, they're not going to say that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, even with rings and stuff, like, everything accounted for, I think you still got to go KD. Like, he's just mm-hmm. a more dominant player. Like, and he's been doing it since he got in the league. Like, Steph. Absolutely. Youngest like scoring champ ever. Steph's first few years, he wasn't even hooping like that. Uh-huh. Well, he was hooping, but he was getting hurt. Yeah, he's getting hurt. But, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, once he, like, got on, like, the MVP started coming, the ring started coming back then. Like, just overall... I don't think he's proving himself like KD and then like in OKC. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> that's something else I wanted to talk about. I don't know why. And, and family, y'all can uh, y'all can uh, definitely drop some more questions in the comments. You know, just, or just it don't even have to be a question necessarily, man. You can just you know feel free to just. Just say anything, man. I know I got a few of y'all in here. I mean, I can definitely, you know, talk to me, talk to B. Jones. We're here, man. Um, uh, we got the uh, speaking of KD, we got the documentary tomorrow night, man. I'm 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 looking forward to seeing that tomorrow. Um, you know, the, it was something in the water, in the water. One of those, one called one of those. 
But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely hyped. I'm definitely hyped to see that, man. But uh, I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, but appreciate your time, B. Jones. I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna just let you go, and I'm gonna hop into the. I'm gonna hop into these comments, man. See if anybody else wants to go live with me. All right, this is that. My guy. All right, bro. All right. So that was my guy, B. Jones, the co-producer, curry in the pot. Anybody want to go live with me? You know, you can definitely send a request. Um, I think I got about 30 minutes remaining on live before um, it hits that one hour mark and they kick me off. Um, I would start it back up, but when you start up, when you start the live back up, it's always like kill my momentum. You know what I'm saying? Like a couple of people will come back, a couple of people wouldn't. But um, if y'all got some more heat in the comments, man, some more questions, go ahead and let me know. Uh, my mom said something about the Rams and the Eagles. Um, on her birthday, I know she's hyped about that. Um, oh, my, my guy Rob from District Live Sports talk um, dropped a question about um, the NBA. Uh, so I did want to touch on that, man. So the other day, there was like a conference call. Kevin Durant was on it. Kawhi, LeBron, I believe, Giannis, um, Chris Paul. Um, you know, some of the top players in the league were on this call. And I, I heard, you know, that they were talking about the pros and the cons of possibly um, being on board to push for the season or, you know, you know, the pros and the cons, basically, if the season were to come back. Um, my opinion on it is pretty much the opinion of anybody who's, you know, just thinking about others, man, and just worried about safety and concerned about it. Um, I would just say that as long as, you know, if things can get conducted in a safe manner, then for sure, I would love to see the NBA back. You know, the selfish person in me wants to see it back. But, you know, we're living in a climate where you can't really be selfish. You have to think about everyone else. You know, these players, if they were to play, um, you know, God forbid they contract the virus, they bring it home to their family. That just, you don't you don't want that. You really don't want that, man. You know, obviously it would suck. Um, you know, the season ends, you know, you know LeBron James, he kind of loses a year. It kind of sucks, man. And all these other teams. And then there's talks about if the season were to resume, would it just start with the playoffs? So teams that are, were on the cusp and on the bubble are making the playoffs. They don't really get their chance. So, I mean, regardless, if the season does come back, there's going to be an asterisk next to anybody's name, uh, whoever wins. Um... I mean, I want to see it back, but I, I'm, I'm still a little more on the pessimistic side. I do want to see it back, but I mean, I've kind of come to terms and the grips with it. That like, I mean, since May now, everything got shut down two months ago. So I'm kind of really, I'm already prepared as if the season's never going to come back, you know. Um, Takira just dropped some heat. She said, only if it's safe. I feel for the players who were directly affected by COVID, like Carl Anthony Towns and losing his mother, it's, it's, it's almost not worth it. And absolutely, I, I agree, man. Would you even want to come back and and play, man? You know, I mean, I'm sure he would want to honor his mom, but like the COVID literally, this pandemic literally directly impacted his mother, the lady who gave birth to him. So that's, it's, it's tough, man. But only, you know, if it's safe, um, if they come up with a great safety action plan, um, then, you know, I would love to see it, man. We had UFC. Um, that took place the other night. 
um, with no fans. Um, they had media members and stuff who were wearing masks. Um, I heard, you know, Joe Rogan and Dana White, you know, like the top guys in the UFC weren't wearing masks and gloves. I don't know what's up with that. Um, but we'll see. I know the MLB is still trying to make a push to come back. Um, they're still going over like the logistics and the language and stuff. And, you know, the big thing, the money, um, they're still going over that. So, I mean, we just got to see, man. We we really got to see, man. Y'all know me. I love sports. Um, this Kevin Durant documentary is going to be something, you know, special. I can't wait for you guys to see. Um, I'm not, I'm saying I can't wait for y'all to see like I, like I'm a part of it or I seen it, but I'm just talking about people that's, you know, not from this area that don't really know, like, they don't really know about PG County and, you know, this fruitful area for basketball and not just basketball, but all types of talent. You know what I'm saying? The DMV is a very fruitful area, just like other areas are, um, you know, are fruitful for, you know, other things as well. Um, but, but I can't wait for you guys to see it, man. I really can't. Um, what's my other, what's something else I want to talk about? Oh yeah, so when the last dance ends on Sunday, I'm going to be hurt, man. I'm going to be genuinely sad because like the last dance after it goes off, it still gives us something to talk about like for the next couple of days. Like I just talked about episode seven and eight and now we got nine and 10 coming up. So I'm going to kind of be sad, man, but I am happy overall with the last dance. I mean, it was definitely long overdue, long overdue. Um, what did Takira say? She said something I think that will happen around the NBA arenas is that they will put up barriers up to separate fans from the players like the fans who try to reach out and get played. Yeah, I think so too. I think those days are over. You see in, um, you know, those fans that reaching out trying to get the, uh, a headband or um, the player's arm sleeve, those days are dead. Like, those days are dead. It's just going to be, and you know, when all these sports resumes, man, it's going to be it's going to be something different. Like nothing is ever going to be the same. Um, but I just hope, you know, when everything resumes, that it's all just conducted in a safe manner, man. Um, yeah, man. What else should I got for me? Though? What else should I got for me? Uh, you know, in the comments, man. How's everybody doing? Man? How's everybody's week been? Um, May is flying by. It is the 14th of May. May is... Just about over. We got June in a couple of weeks. That's crazy to think about it. That's crazy to think about that June will be here real, real soon. It's crazy, bro. But, but how's everybody doing, man? I really, I really want to know. Um, but if I got any more, you know, questions or comments, or if you want to go live with me, um, just let me know, man, real quick. But if not, no, I'm gonna shut this thing down. See, hey yo, that dude Jalen's not here, bruh. He really be like the spearhead with the questions. He be like the spearhead with the questions. Like he's always dropping like endless questions. I had to talk to him, bro. Like, where is you at, man? Cause he be like, his questions spark other questions. I know I said that before. But um, I actually got one more topic. I was talking about NFL schedule. So I wanted to talk real quick about some of the um some of the um, games, some of the big games that I'm excited to see. Um, so we got, we got, um, we got a Chiefs Buccaneers. That's going to be great to see. Um, is he, I didn't even see that, bro. Well, I did see it, but that was a couple of weeks ago. I don't even remember like the exact list. 
Um, we got Chiefs Buccaneers, November the 29th. Uh, we get to see Mahomes and Brady probably. Presumably, that's the, that's definitely going to be the last regular season game we see them play. Um, I don't know about Super Bowl, maybe. Um, we got Chiefs Ravens Week Three. I'm excited to see that man. Um, those two teams um, had really good seasons last year. I'm excited to see Lamar and Patrick Levon Mahomes the second again. Um, we got Chiefs at Saints, so we got Drew Brees versus Patrick Mahomes. I'm excited to see that. Um, Packers Buccaneers. We got Rodgers and Brady. Cowboys at Ravens. That should be interesting. Um, Bucks Saints. Breeze versus Brady. Two 40 year olds that will be Hall of Famers. Got. Nah, that's not an interesting game. <laughs> Steelers and the Browns has a storyline to it based on the last time those two teams played. Oh, PFF unveiled theirs today. I don't like PFF, bro. I really don't. PFF be throwing me off, man. We'll see. We will see. Let me see if I can pull up the whole thing. So, PFF has Brady. They have Aaron Donald, Drew Brees, Richard Sherman, Gronk, Aaron Rodgers, Von Miller. Julio Jones, J.J. Watt, Luke Keekley, Joe Thomas, Chris Harris Jr., Chris Harris Jr., Antonio Brown, Evan Mathis. <laughs> Eric Weddle, Calvin. Eric Weddle. Man, he was. See this list. Hey, Zeke, this is what I was just saying, bro. PFF be throwing me off, man. I kind of take a lot of the stuff they say with a grain of salt. Like, Eric Weddle, that threw me off. Man, that was the first safety. I, Eric Weddle, the top safety of the decade? Earl Thomas is here. Jason Peters, Peyton Manning, Andrew Whitworth, Harrison Smith, Darrell Revis. Okay. Casey Hayward, Marshall Yonder, Devin McCourty. Joseph, how long is this list? This list is mighty. Was it 50 players? It's a long list. Oh, yeah, this is a long list. Yo, why is Eric Weddle that high? And why is Trent Williams at 59? I, I got it. You know what? <laughs> you know what, man? All right, well, Zeke, you want my thoughts on it? And. I don't It's weird. <laughs> it's weird, yo. <laughs> it's weird, man. It's different, bro. It's, it's, I, Eric Weather would not be the 15th best player if I was ranking something of the decade. No offense. No disrespect, bro. Eric Weather was, he was consistent. I will say that, but yeah, bro. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it, but I wanted to talk real quick. Um, I wanted to finish where I was at. I'm um, talking about the schedule and um, had some some more interesting stuff that I wanted to talk about. Um, 49ers at Cowboys. That should be an interesting game. 
Steelers, Cowboys, just because the two franchises got Seahawks, 49ers. Those two teams obviously play twice a year. NFC West, man, I'm looking forward to that division, man. I, I'm really going to try to get more in tune with um, just more than just the local climate and the um, nationally televised games. I'm going to try to, you know, watch more, you know, football. I really, I'm really going to try, man. I'm really going to try. Um, Let's see. Some interesting games, man. Some interesting storylines. But, um, you guys got any more questions for me? Um, you know, if not, you know, I thank you guys for coming to the live. Really, really appreciate it, man. The the constant love and support, man. I really genuinely love all of you guys, man. I, I really care about all of you guys. Um, each and every one of you, man. I, you guys show up for me. You guys come through the lives, man. I mean, I know you guys aren't really doing, you know, just to be blunt, y'all ain't. Let me, let me pause my uh, stuff. But um, but I appreciate it, man. I really do, man. I appreciate you guys coming through. Um, I love you guys, man. Um, yeah, thanks for coming through, man. This is episode number one thirty, man. I hit another. I hit another milestone, man. I hit episode one thirty. Um, real quick before I go, man. I just, I just never really would have thought and imagined that I would get to one hundred and thirty episodes. Um, big shout out to everybody that's been supporting me since the beginning. Um, don't really want to get emotional about this, but like, I don't, I, I was so worried, man, about starting a podcast and what people would think and how it would be perceived and just stuff like that. All, all the stuff, you know, when you're first starting something, of course, you're going to have your doubts and, you know. You're going to, you know, question, you know, question certain things and, you know, you know, you're going to think, you know, who, who's going to like it, who's going to not like it and stuff like that. But what this whole journey has told me and it showed me a lot about myself, but, you know, you just don't quit. You know, you just don't quit, man. And that's that that and that goes that correlates with any facet of life. You know, you just don't give up, man, um, especially if you're truly, truly passionate about it. And if you love it, you know, you want to. You want to take it serious, not just take it serious, but, um, you know, you just want to keep going, especially when it's something you're super, super passionate about. So if there's anybody out there watching that live or anybody that's going to see this after I, I'm going to leave it up, um, but just keep going, man. Just just keep going. I know we're in a, you know, a difficult, rough time in life. Um, there, you know, there's a global pandemic going on, but just keep going, man. Find your passion, find your dream pursue it. I know it sounds cliche. I know you guys heard it a million times, man, but just take it from me, man. Um, I started this podcast back in 2017 and it has put me in contact to network with so many people um, just about sports, man. Um, I met so many people. People that's on this live right now, Takira, Zeke. I met you guys just off of social media, just off of networking, man. I genuinely, you know, I genuinely love what I do, man. And I'm not, you know, making any money from it, you know, I'm not making any money from it. I'm paying money to do what I do. You know, you gotta you gotta pay to you know upload your stuff. You know, you gotta pay to do that stuff, man. But I get great satisfaction out of just recording and talking to you guys and sharing my content, man. Because this content is gonna be here long after long after I'm gone. You know, it's just it's gonna be here, man. It's, it's gonna be available to you know. To, to you know anybody to search it, man. So it's gonna be here. 
you know, long after me, man. And I just wanted to create, you know, a legacy. And I'm just glad, you know, I live in the age of social media where we're able to create content, network with people that share similar interests. So, you know, that's really all I got to say, man. So I hit another major milestone, episode number 130. Um, big shouts out to my mom and dad. Big shouts out to my guy, Sean, who told me to start the podcast. B. Jones, of course, the co-producer. Um, big shout out to everybody I collab with, man. I genuinely love you guys, man. And I'm signing out, man. So for all the people that's listening on the audio, really, really appreciate you guys, man. I love you guys. And for you people that are listening on the audio, y'all got to tune into the lives too, man. But I'm your guy, I'm your host, Mike Curry. I am signing out. Thank you guys so much. Episode number 130 is done. Peace.